Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Thanks for hanging around for Nocturnal Journal. We're going to get a lot in in the next hour here on WGN. Uh, we've got live music from Extracto. And joining, I'm right off the bat, in the studio as a founding member of the Community Art Exchange in Chicago. Jill, help me with your last name, Jill. Agnorte. <laughs> <laughs> so before I get off track, tell us about a little bit of that sample we played, a little bit of that snippet, and what you guys are doing with Mexico. Okay, uh, so through uh, Community Arts Exchange, uh, we have developed a, a program of uh, songwriting workshops with a gendered perspective, and, and it's part of uh, uh, to, to raise awareness and prevent violence against women we've been uh, doing doing it in a different parts of the world but but mainly applying it in uh, in mexico and in the state of zacatecas through the state secretary for women and uh, we've been applying that program for the past couple of years and uh, we've been so we we write songs we arrange songs and we record songs with parti the participants and some musicians that work with us on a regular basis. Now that was obviously just a little small sample, but talk about the history of that song, where you recorded it, was Isaiah on that? Yeah. And then so, it was even mixed in Pilsen? I mean, uh, yes. let's go right down the row of how it yes, came together. That, that particular song, the, the main body of the song was recorded in Zacatecas in a community called El Saucito, which is bordering with the state of San Luis Potosí. And uh, that's the band, the Ronco Lopez, the, the guy who, who has that band, is the musician who works with us on a, on a regular basis. Uh, that song, La Historia de Lupe Fernandez, is uh, kind of our flag song. Uh, it's about, uh, we've, we've changed name and we, we of course, changed the, the way we tell the song, but it's a real uh, story that happened to an 18-year-old uh, lady in uh, Zacatecas who was pregnant and her jealous brother burned her life alive. So uh, that song uh, was like the first song written for those, for those workshops and also a uh, tribute to uh, the victims of uh, uh, violence. She, was she involved in the process? I mean, did you interview her? Or did, no, did, no. How did you hear about the story? Well, a friend of us was investigating the case at the time, so that's how we, we, we got wind of that uh, terrible story. Where can people um, hear the full songs? Do you have a website? Yes. Uh, and talk about that. What's on that? Yeah, we have uh, a YouTube page, so... You can find the playlist, but it, uh, in Spanish, that would be the, the Spanish name of the work, workshop. So, uh, Talleres de Escritura de Canciones con Perspectiva de Género. Uh, or you can go to my YouTube uh, account, but it's even more difficult because it's Gilles Agnorte Tomasian. <laughs> well, we'll have a Facebook page okay uh, nocturnal well, journal has a, a wonderful page, yeah and we, can, we can link people yeah there. that would be uh, uh much easier 
Taylor, can you hear me? Maybe we'll get a little, as we talk, we can throw that a little Billy Branch uh, thing when I cue you. Um, talk about your relationship with Chicago. We're going to play here in a minute sure. a little of a sample of Billy Branch. Now, how how did he get on this? Yeah, well, I've been uh, based in Chicago for a little over a decade now. And uh, I've, I've been working with a lot of uh, musicians from the scene here, uh, blues musicians, jazz musicians, but also... Uh, different people like Frank Orrell from Poi Dog Pondering uh, on different projects, some projects just regular touring, some, some projects more production. I produced a record for Chick Rogers uh, a few years ago with a, a grant from the city, from DK. Chick Rogers? Yeah. Blues singer? Yes. Yeah. 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 We wrote uh, a set of like pop songs for her and we used her in a, in a completely different uh, environment that uh, outside of her comfort zone, and uh, that was pretty interesting, like uh, artsy approach. I didn't know about that to the to the music, and uh, so that is that uh, little snippet we heard at the beginning. After we r I recorded uh, live in the middle of the desert in in Zacatecas, I took that uh, recording with me i brought it with me here in chicago and uh, i asked uh, isaiah collier the mm. the jazz sax player if he would play the game and let me track him on top of that what's interesting is that there is a, a, a tradition of saxophone uh, in that northern mexican music mm -hmm. so he he was happy to do it and uh, very sweet of him because it's all labor of love we uh, and uh, so we went to outside of the university of chicago to keep the the field recording flavor to have him out, i record him out, outside and uh you recorded him outside in, yes, Hi in Hyde Park. In Hyde Park, uh -huh. and, uh, and and he played on top of the the previously recorded track. And then our friend Dave Herrero uh -huh. uh, was also a, a regular act in in Chicago. Uh, did an EQ and some rough mixing at his studio in Pilsen, and that's uh, basically the track we've we've been listening to that's on soundcloud those remix i have them on a on a different account uh, on the sound on sound soundcloud you know when they um they brought me into this radio adventure about four years ago they said they kind of wanted me to be like the alan lomax <laughs> of wgn so so here we are this is kind of yeah. what we're talking about but it was real interesting of course and, that's and you, the you, master. You, you're, you're a student of alan lomax and you, oh, yes. you studied his is camera and mic placements? Oh yes, and stuff? yes. Because when I when we started doing that that program, part of of what I I wanted to do not only the the workshops where we sit with uh, musicians, survivors, uh, very di different type of people. I wanted to record. I wanted to have like uh, um, a. Um, a, a trace of that work with local musician take, uh, taking those songs and and playing in in their local way as if those songs uh, were traditional uh, Mexican songs from the repertoire from whatever revolution time or whatever so that's the game and I knew I, I would have no money to do that so one mic one camera Okay, now we're going to play maybe a minute of uh, uh, the song with Billy Branch. With Billy, I sure. want people to hear this, and then you can describe of what's course. going on. Okay, absolutely. So here's the Billy Branch mix. Here we go.
You know, in our in our intro, we usually talk about on a clear night, the nocturnal journal was heard in uh, 38 states in northern Mexico. So maybe somebody nice. in northern Mexico is going, "Wow, yeah. what's going on there in Chicago?" So what what's what's what was on that track? So you had that ten string guitar. Yeah, that yeah. Sec- that second uh, s- uh, track is also the second song that was written through the workshop, the 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 vals of Luciana, and Luciana again. Real person, name and story slightly change. Um, and she's uh, someone that has been through many kind sort of violence. She's been abused many by many type of uh, persons, men, uh, in different ways. But she never saw herself. She never sees herself as a victim. She always a uh, stand up and push back and rebuild herself and go towards um, whatever her goal in, la- in life is. So she's, she's, she's what could be considered a victim, but she's not a victim at all. She's, she's a fighter. And uh, so that's also the idea, when, the idea when we started working on the workshops is that the corrido, which is the, a, a northern or it's a Mexican traditional a form or a, it's a song that tells a story that has a, a place in time and space which the, the song is always marked in time and space and uh, the the genre has been taken over by commercial um, I would say we went from wayward bootleggers to wayward uh, drug dealer stories mm-hmm. or from revolutionary stories to to gangster stories and we wanted to deconstruct the violence that now it's it's promoted through those modern corridos and uh, the archety- ar- archetypical uh, hero of the corrido could be Pancho Villa. And Pancho Villa, the, the revolutionary leader, he was gunned down by the government, by the Mexican government at the end of the revolution. And he was gunned down uh, co- um, to c- Bonnie and Clyde style. Oh, right, yeah. They yeah. ambushed him and they ridden his car with bullets and he couldn't defend himself and he was not avenged. So we were thinking if that guy would die without it, it's not a Hollywood ending. He, he doesn't, he didn't have a chance to take his gun and shoot back. No, it was just if he's a, a victim of a violent crime, he's still a big hero. So why the women that are uh, abused cannot be heroes. Why, why, as a matter of fact, less and less the term of victim is used, but survivor. But they can, they, it's more than that. So that's, that's the, the philosophy. Okay, we gotta take a break. Um, real quick question with a real quick answer. What do people in Mexico, what do they think about the finished product when they hear these songs? What you hear once El Ronco, the musician we work with, has taken over. Nobody knows that there's an academic part involved in the writing of those songs. The, if we tell them it's an old song, they think it's an old song. 
which is the idea having those songs now as spies within the traditional repertoire. Mm. So they sound like they were written a hundred years ago or yesterday. You live in Chicago. Yeah. And Mexico. Yes. And you're from uh, France. And I'm from France. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to come back this summer with some live music. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? we got, I, we got always, to get to the bottom of all that. So. I'm always around. Okay, so we're going to take a break, and you're going to hang out. Because you came all the way down here, and I don't want to kick you out of the studio. Welcome back to Nocturnal Journal on WGN 720, and we are now going to switch over to the Allstate Skyline Studio with our band for tonight, Extracto. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Hey, that's good. We, we hit the right buttons in here. Extracto is our friend's... Grant Dawson on bass, Marshall Dawson on drums, Steve Frinkle on guitar, and last but not least, Daniel Polanski of vocals and guitar. Daniel, can you hear me okay? I can, Dave. How are you? Okay. Thanks for bringing all this gear in. It's our pleasure to be here. And I'll get out of the way. Why don't you tell us, uh, it's been a rough news week in Chicago, so I think, you know, a song about squids is what we all want to hear. Is that what your first song is? That's pretty much our thought. It should take some of the sting out of the uh, coming (laughs) elections. This is called, yeah. Unusual. This is called Archiduthis. It's about the giant squid and the upcoming elections. Okay. <laughs> One, two, three. Welcome back to Nocturnal Journal on W. Jill, you look a little startled listening to that. Are you okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, 
Dan, you guys, Daniel, tell us about the the background of that song. What motivated you to to write that? Well, how do you spell the title for our legal de- our legal department? I need to check my nose to spell it properly, <laughs> but uh, it's a. Uh, Marsh can spell it. A R C H I T E U T H I S. And how backwards, please? And uh, yeah, and how that song come about? Well, it, go. Dave, it's an interesting story. Uh, now, it goes way back when I was a kid reading uh, Captain Nemo, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, gets attacked by a mythical giant squid. Turns out later, squid are real. They live in the deep. They're monsters. They're magnificent. They're only found in sperm whale bodies after they wash up on the shore. No one saw one alive until recently, and yet they exist. So, interest in the squid. And then we thought, why not a song? How'd this group get together? I know a little bit about you guys. Uh, maybe we could uh, talk about the history with the Spies of Surf and uh, how many of you guys were in that, and, and did that help birth this? So talk about that band and then how it came together with this band. Uh, that's actually maybe more a coincidence than anything. Um, uh, neither Dan nor I were original Spies Who Surf members, but we are both in the band now. And who's, who am I speaking with since I can't uh, this see? This is Marshall. Okay, Marshall Dawson, the drummer. And uh, I, I've been in the Spies since about 1994. Uh, it, it really, the, the way this band came about was uh, entirely different. Grant and I are brothers, uh, of course, and uh, Dan, Steve, and I went to high school together. So what high school was that? New Trier. New Trier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so we've we've all known each other for a very, very long time and played together in various configurations. Remarkably, Grant and I have never played together in a band before. And um, tell the listeners, Spies Who Surf, it was a surf band. Yes, yeah, it's a, it's an instrumental two-guitar surf band type of thing. Actually, we're playing a gig at... Um, Space? Montrose Saloon. Montrose, Ma- Montrose Saloon, what, March 30th? Yes. Yeah, plug away. There is a gig at the Montrose Saloon. Yeah, yeah. March we'll, 30th. We'll be there. And then when did Extracto start? Oh, Marsh uh, suggested at the end of 2016, he said, why don't we start a band? So we did. And uh, it was actually more fun. It went better than we thought it was going to. And so we kept going. And now it's whatever year and month this is. And uh, we've been recording and uh, playing out. And doing what rock bands do. Two singles, two EPs. Uh, any other up, any upcoming projects? Um. Well, no, we have a gig coming up. We don't have anything uh, recorded. Yeah, yeah. We we have a huge backlog of material that needs recording. That at any given time we're sort of trying to chip away at. Because uh, Dan is a prolific and fabulous songwriter. Yeah. Um, but we're, right now we're just concentrating on things like playing on WGN, which is, of course, a tremendous honor for us. Yeah, well, we're thrilled to be here. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, you said you had a gig coming up? Where's your? Where's the Extracto gig? Uh, it's March 3rd, Sunday night at 9 o'clock at Simon's. We'll be playing two sets. Well, that's a great place. Yeah, it's a fun it's a fun venue. Do, nice they, folks. do they have glog all year round, or is it just during the season? Oh, it's glog all the year round. <laughs> It's slog and very heavy meats. <laughs> Daniel, you were on before with your brother. Yes. Uh, was there a, um, in, in what you guys are doing, was there a similar, which I really like, I mean, even the projects I do, I like the DIY approach. Mm-hmm. Have you guys taken that? Or, I mean, what's your approach to getting your music out? Uh, we use the internet. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You know, I mean, Marsh is a very talented engineer, and he records everything and mixes it, and we go, that sounds great, and then we keep going from there, and we put it up, 
you know, we use uh, various platforms to put it out there for the public, and that's how we get it out there, you know? It's all digital, but it's all available. You can go to extracto.org if you want to check out music. You can check out videos. Yeah, we tell them about Civilized Man. Yeah, we've got a song called Civilized Man uh, that has an, a, a video that Marsha, you know, crystallized and directed and it turned out pretty well we're pretty happy with it we thank our corporate sponsors clamato (laughs) (laughs) which really made the whole video go much more okay comfortably for all of us yeah we all just we all just drank about two thousand milligrams of sodium and then made a video so (laughs) it went pretty well um Okay, we got to take a break for David Jennings, the news. You're going to come back with some more live music, aren't you? Absolutely. Okay, so don't go away with more Extracto and Nocturnal Journal on WGN. Welcome back to Nocturnal Journal on WGN. You know, we were planning the show this week, and they were saying, when can we get Extracto in the studio? And so here they are, Extracto, in the uh, live in the all-state Skyline studio. That would be Grant Dawson on bass, Marshall Dawson on drums, Steve Frankel on guitar, and our friend Daniel Polanski, vocals and guitar. Daniel, what do you got for us? We're going to play a song called Stuffin' Things. It's about mass consumption and self-medication in its various forms. Oh, that's great. Okay, take it away. I got some stuff. I got some things. Do you know? What it means I went out Got some more Stuff and things All over the floor Give me little stuff And things Stuff and things And things I want more 
thought you were going to say things. I ran out of breath. <laughs> what a great song. Oh, thank you. That is really a great. And I wonder how many, did you count up how many times you used the word stuff in there? Uh, uh, a few. Yeah. <laughs> He's a hoarder. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I like to compulsively use the word few and stuff and things whenever I can. So, uh, Talk about your roots. I mean, I'm mean, hearing a little, you know, pop rock, a little punk. I mean, talk about what you guys listened to, uh, you know, growing up, and maybe how that influenced that. That, I, that was a great song. Thanks. Oh well, I mean, and who's this? Is that, I can't see. Is it Daniel? Yeah, this is oh, Daniel okay. talking. Um, I mean, we grew up listening to Jimi Hendrix and the Beatles and the Who and like stuff like that, and sort of branched off and like like Marsh discovered Nick Lowe, and we all got into their rock pile and stuff like that. And then as things went on later on, we got into the replacements and Iggy Pop. And at this point, we'll listen. I mean, we listen to tons of stuff. Like, we'll listen to, like, big band stuff. We'll listen to, like, crazy spoken word people. We'll listen to, you know, anything that seems interesting. We're just looking for something, uh, you know, some new kind of kick, as Lux Interior might say. Yeah, right. I mean... I was I was an old fan of NRBQ. Yeah, right. All, all the way, kind of kind of thought of them while you were singing that. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, and that the humor. I mean, I want to talk to you about humor, but yeah, they they have open ears. I mean, Terry Adams and, yeah. and all kinds of stuff. You know. Yeah, they're they're like the best band you haven't heard of. I didn't know that. I didn't. I mean, I didn't know you knew. See, that's, yeah, yeah. that's why we connect so well. I didn't I know, know you were. I mean, fans of NRBQ. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, tell the, well. Let's talk about them. I mean, talk about why you like. I mean, they. And, well, I was gonna. I was on your uh, on your press thing. It says here. This is great. I don't know who wrote this. Extracto has a potent mixture of angular barbs and catchy hooks that is sure to please the masses. I mean, NRBQ. I mean, the, you know, the Beatles. I mean, talk about the power of the hook. The Monkees. Peter Tork just died. I mean, they, some I of know. The, some of the songwriters they had really knew the power of the hook. Yeah, I mean that monkey stuff is just—it's just great, you know. We love the monkeys, yeah, you know, and not just because they're monkeying around. <laughs> like the songs are awesome, and you know, it's just such good pop tunes. Th- thank you, Dave, for bringing up Peter Tork. I—I I would like to say that I—I I, I really was—I was unusually saddened to hear of the passing of Peter Tork. I, I think he was a good guy. This is who and who am I speaking with? This is, I'm sorry. This is Marshall. Marshall, yeah. Why do you uh, and um, yeah? I mean, we all grew up on on them. Talk about talk about why you said that. Uh, well, he in particular, I think, went through some tough times and uh, was very very generous about speaking uh, about you know the stuff he had been through, and I think it meant a lot to him to be able to be helpful to others. I, I um, you know, obviously there are a lot of celebrity deaths, and for the most part, I, I I don't feel that moved by them. But I was very saddened when I heard about Peter Tork. There was, there was a lot of it. My brother posted a thing. Um, you know, there was a. Some people would argue maybe he was the most musical monkey. I mean, Nesmith was, but um, you know, Tork did did do time in Greenwich Village. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, it was he was all over the news when he died. You know, it wasn't just like a small little blurb. Like it seemed like a mm-hmm. significant cultural thing yeah and he had a dark you know he went through a a, a, a dark period then he came back and he was a school teacher out yeah. in california you know he, he, he really did. so talk about go back to nrbq though why do you guys why, why did that resonate with you oh because they kind of do a little bit of everything and i'm particularly fond of their bass player joey spampanato i think he is awesome and you know as far as a musical dork statement to make but like you know it's just a great band and like they're like a bar band but they're more than that, you know, and you can sit there and have like a thousand drinks and have a great time. We can sit there and listen to like 
how they can play like a number of different styles. And the first song I ever heard of them was uh, Captain Lou Albano, which cracked me up. Yeah. You know, Captain mm-hmm. Lou, Captain Lou, Captain Lou Albano. Yeah. And then I discovered that that was actually, you know, they weren't like the weirdo Yankovic of the East Coast. And then, so there was more to it, you know, and there's like a multi-layered mm-hmm. band, lots of textures going on. Everybody does a little something and they're just, they're all really good at what they do. And it seem they make it seem really easy, which it's not. And some of their songs are just so pretty. I think Al Anderson yeah. wrote, I mean, like riding in, I'm thinking off the top of my head, riding in my car, rain at the drive-in, you know, yeah, just yeah. just really, really, really a, a great yeah. band. And they've, they've just, persevered. You know? Yeah, and they had like such a, like, a wide scope of styles that they played well, you know? And they wrote in different styles, and they were all, just like, if you didn't like that song, try this other one that's not related to that, and you might like that as well. There's something for everybody with NRBQ. So um, we're going to take a break. I want you to come back with another song, but uh, plug the gig again at Simon's. That's a perfect place for you guys. Yeah, I know. We're looking forward to it. Uh, Simon's on March 3rd, which is a Sunday. Week from tomorrow. Week from tomorrow. It's in the Andersonville neighborhood, right? Andersonville, right. Yeah, it's like uh, Clark and Foster, just north of Foster, and on the west side of the street. You guys are great. Uh, we got another song, so uh, don't go away after the break, and we'll be back with more Extracto on WGN. There are times when the writing uh, comes from a place of uh, catharsis, um, and uh, there's, I think we're lucky enough to, to be part of the mass therapy group. Uh, you know, for Dan, he brings in some pretty heavy stuff sometimes, and it's kind of like we're pulling up uh, like the dredges from the shadows sometimes um, and putting them out in the light. I'm very intense. He, he really <laughs> is. Um, and there was also uh, some, some mess about uh, just being a, a, a multinational uh, energy conglomerate <laughs> and how fun it would be to just do all the branding for that. And so those ideas kind of came together at the same time, and uh, we stuck with this extracto. I'm glad I asked that. Um, so tell us about this last song you're going to play. Ah, we're going to close with a song called Civilized Man. And this is Steve Frankel, by the way. On guitar. Um, Civilized Man is uh, the subject of our first video, which you can find at our website, extracto.org. Also on our YouTube channel, if you search for Extracto and Civilized Man, you'll find our first video. So, here we go. Okay, thank you. Details of your success story 
guys you know we're just getting warmed up yeah. <laughs> sorry that was our gentle lullaby <laughs> um do you have a manager i mean you know i, I got some ideas for you well like, i've got a cat <laughs> he seems pretty on top of things like you should serve uh what is it uh a week from tomorrow night at simon's you should serve extracto cocktails that's a good idea what would what would you put in that you Pure uh, crude <laughs> crude crude oil morphine <laughs> What? It's going to be very Edgar Allan Poe, 19th century London kind of thing. Everyone's going to leave with the croup, and they'll die on the street, and someone will roll them and take their pocket watch. <laughs> we got. But the show is going to be great. Nine o'clock at Simon's, two sets, not one but two. It's the cost of one set. You get two sets. We'll be there all night. Do you guys take? Uh, do you do covers, or is it all original material? Uh, we have we sort of mess around with covers when we're rehearsing, but we haven't worked anything up where we thought it would be worth playing for people yet. But we might, we'll probably do that in the near future. We got about a minute left. Um, what you guys have been around the scene? How is the? I don't know if you can answer this question in a minute, but how has the landscape changed for live gigs? I mean, you're playing Simon's. Well, a uh, lot of clubs have closed. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> and we're quite old. Uh, <laughs> So we can't stay up late for the gig. We always miss our gig. We're in bed by 10 o'clock. We're on at 11. He went off. We missed the show. Uh, no, like, you know, double doors closed. Um, oh, what's that joint in uh, Logan Square that I can't recall? But 
that helps. Um, but there are places that are open that we do like. There are great places. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. are tremendous places to play. Like, we love the Montrose Saloon. That's a fantastic yeah, place that's, to play. Yeah, Martyrs is fantastic. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Sylvie's is a blast, you know. It's, like, it's a charming, like, rundown place. And Sylvie, the owner, has been there since, like, the 40s. She's fantastic. She loves us. Yeah, she loves us. I broke a mic stand, and she still loves me. Okay. And, like, uh, Where's she at real quick? Where's Sylvie's? Sylvie's is on Irving Park in Lincoln, just... Uh, West or just east of the intersection. Okay. Well, thank you, Extracto. That would be Grant Dawson, Marshall Dawson, Steve Frankel, and Daniel Polanski. Thank you, Dave. Thanks, Thanks so much for bringing Dave. all the gear down and, and uh, hanging with us tonight. Thank you, Ernie and Fergie, for all the engineering, and thank you, Taylor DeLandro. Uh, welcome to our madness, Taylor. Yeah, thank you for yeah. having us and you know, for everyone who made this possible. We really appreciate it. Okay, thank you for. Blast. Okay, thanks. And thanks for listening to Nocturnal Journal. We'll see you soon.